Let me tell you about this guy. Let me tell you about this fucker right here. Yeah. <laughs> Good, that brings us into our topic. <laughs> Sucking things up. <laughs> Sucking things up. Up, not off. Off, up. Up, yeah. Well, you, sl- I don't know, you may s- suck things up. <laughs> it depends on what you're into. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Okay. No, I don't suck things up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes both of us. <laughs> All right, Mike, dating and relationships. Yeah. As long as we're talking about sucking. As long as we're talking about sucking. Dating and relationships do often suck. Yes, they do. Um, so Gen Z is, I think, bad at dating and relationships, just in general. That's a gentle euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's coming from a Gen Zer. I, I think that we kind of have... A, lost a little bit of authenticity and touch with the way social media has started to shape shape us and uh i think it i think it causes some some challenges for us i do too it's um i you, i feel like you guys aren't even people anymore <laughs> <laughs> well we're not that's the problem there's too many the the whole catfishing thing right there's mm-hmm. too many just fake shit on the internet so where it might actually not be a person gen z is like oh my god human is just a human construct (laughs) you used to have to go to special chat websites to talk to people that weren't people and like get sucked into going and meeting some weird stranger on the internet in the middle of nowhere but now you can go on any of the apps that are supposedly meant to you know for dating and like all of these things and um and you run into that nonstop. That's that's what a lot of the trash is. Freaking ninety percent of the women on these dating apps are either fembots or men who have created these profiles to lure other men to get their money. And right, you know, right. A lot of it is like a money scheme. It's yeah. just, oh, can you, without ever seeing my face and me sending you these fake nudes, can you send me a thousand dollars for? Some new butt plug or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> so they'll like steal a picture of this hot chick and create a profile using that picture, then pretend to be that girl and then try to arrange a meeting. And it's like, oh, I have car problems or I need an airplane ticket or whatever. You know, I said, like, can you send me some money for this? Can you send me some money for that? And guys get suckered into it. You know, I read the stories and that kind of junk. It's, I'm like, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not looking for a woman. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Is it, is it, so obviously social media like makes, it provides a new like challenge, right? When Gen Z is trying to enter into the dating world because all of their fellow Gen Zers are also doing it that way. And they're not, it's not really the, Hey, let's meet at a bar scene anymore. Right. Yeah, but it's it's even more complicated than that. Let's say something magical happens and you read a, meet a, a real person. You read a meal person. Yeah, right? you read a meal person. Right. So you meet a meet real person too. and then you decide to maybe we're going to meet in person somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, I we've confirmed we both exist and we're in the same neighborhood. Let's meet somewhere. And then you got to go through this whole 
series of what woke or political correctness filters to make sure is like, hey, let's go meet at this restaurant. Oh my God, I'm a vegan. We can't eat that. Meat is evil. Why are you, you're a murderer, you know, if you eat meat and suddenly that relationship's crap now. So you, then you never meet on that juncture. So <laughs> it, it just gets ridiculous on how, how you have to walk along the, the edge of a knife just to find that, right? Because people are so particular mm -hmm. and sensitive and so intolerant as they're claiming tolerance. Mm -hmm. And I think that's actually a bigger obstacle than, you know, fembots and, you know, catfish. The, the problem with it is, is I don't think that that's just, I, I think unfortunately that's not just Gen Z like that, that, um, this, like sensitiveness is starting to flow into lots of areas of generations. And I think that that's part of the problem too, because even when Gen Z meets someone slightly older than a millennial or vice versa. I, I, I think millennials started the peak of sensitivity. Um, Gen Xs don't give a fuck. All right. As, 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 no, as, but as, I, as a whole, I, I think right? that I think that that's, true maybe as a whole but it, the thing is is that this the still the way to meet people regardless and so we don't so you guys gen x isn't as much on like tender but they're on christian mingle right and and but but here's the flaw all right so and and this is why it doesn't really pertain is because mm -hmm. gen x we're already married and have oh, kids would. and have kicked the kids to the curb and if we're not still married, we don't give a shit about getting married again. So we're not really looking for a woman mm -hmm. or a man if, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. I think the dating world is largely owned by millennials and Gen Z. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's your guys' problem and not our problem. I think it's everybody's problem, personally. <laughs> uh because the people that are still running most of these sites and all of these things, as we've talked about before, people that are running the tech industry and stuff like that are Gen X. So I think it's everybody's problem. Well, Gen X is just capitalizing on your... Right, but that's still a problem, right? You, you, see, problem. you see the issue and you're still capitalizing on something that you... You can't say that, oh, I feel this is bad and then, oh, I'm also going to capitalize no, I'm, on I'm, the money. I think you're just broadening it. All right, so... Gen X is well, you're, creating these. Yeah, but we're also methods. broadening it by saying about just Gen Z in general. Well, Gen Z, the Gen Z is the majority of the people that are looking to date that are not married, mm -hmm. right? So even millennials tend to be married more so than not because of their they're already in their forties, so they're married, they have kids. So mm -hmm. trying to date really is not a millennial problem. Mm -hmm. It's a Gen Z soon to be Gen Alpha problem where they're trying to find mm -hmm. that wife or husband provided that you guys are even interested in that marital culture well i think that's right? the issue or i guess not the issue but the the difference right there too right mm -hmm. it's like a, there's a lot of gen z that isn't even interested in right. being married and things like that so they don't they don't really care to make the effort to do it differently than mm. because why would they if their if their goal isn't to 
get married to that person. Absolutely. And when I when I talk with people um, that are dating and considering marriage and premarital counseling, that kind of thing, I, I do ask a question. They often get mad at me when I ask this question, but I, I tell them this is a sincere question. It's not being mean. But what do you have to gain by getting married that you don't already have? Right. And it's like, if you can't answer that question, then why are you getting married? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, um, I think Gen Z too, is that, that where we've been put into with this whole, um, like, you know, tender era and apps like tender, there's a bunch of million, there's a bunch of variations like tender, right. But they mm-hmm. all kind of the same thing. They all achieve the same goal. You swipe left and right on somebody you like, yeah. blah, 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 right at so there's no um there's no there's no feedback on how you should be presenting yourself and introducing yourself and first time interaction because there's no there's no consequence for you swiping left or right, right? Absolutely. If you swipe no on anyone, then there's no there's no consequence for you and there's no consequence for the other person. And same thing if you swipe right, right? Like you're judged now on how well you can text rather than how you present yourself and talk to a person in public. Absolutely. And women are much more particular than men Mm -hmm. in that regard. You know, women only, uh, was it swipe right if you like them or swipe left if you like them? Something like that. Well, I don't (laughs) know. Women only like like 10% of the mm-hmm. people that they come across. And it's just, nope, nope, nope. And it's like, quick look at the profile. If he's not immediately hot, then it's, it's gone. If the guy is attractive, then they look at the stats. How tall is he? Five foot eight, gone, you know? <laughs> Have you seen those memes <laughs> where it's like the, uh, or like the videos of like the guy, he's created like an automatic yes swiper or whatever. <laughs> and so he's got like one of those little like, touch pin things on his phone and the machine is just like swiping yes to all every single girl that crosses the screen Uh, but but that's what it is now and i i think um there i think because of that you know the from a a male perspective right so i have um former co-workers who basically they just they they wanted a date complained about Complained about dating, complained that no one liked them, blah, 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 whatever, right? But then there is zero effort to try to date someone or meet someone. Right. Even even in the more comfortable spaces as like a, a Tinder or something like that, like they just refuse to put themselves out there no matter what. And I think that's what we started to create is people that just don't want to put themselves out there because they've never had to be rejected. So they're so scared of being rejected that they just they just don't do it, right? Mm-hmm. Mommy has always told them that they're special, and anytime that they've been rejected online, they can just turn it off, or it's you know somebody else on a screen, so they don't have to actually face it. It's remember, have you ever had a spicy food? Yeah, you remember the very first time milk. you had something spicy <laughs> besides milk, <laughs> but. The very first time you have even like black pepper, mm-hmm. right? It's a shock to the system. But then after a few bites, a few meals, 
it's just a flavor. It's not a, a spice anymore, right. right? And when you get to a certain age, you're expected to be exposed to black pepper and even spicier foods to a degree. Mm-hmm. And so then you eat it. It's not that big a deal. But if you're 30 years old and you find and you have a, a bit of crushed red pepper for the very first time, you're like, oh, my God. And your body goes into shock and you start tearing up and your throat's on fire and that kind of stuff. Right. I, I feel that translates to the dating world where you never had to go through the rejections early on mm-hmm. to get desensitized to it. Right. So that you can and have just, more tolerance for it. Yeah, realize that it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Like that it doesn't actually it doesn't actually affect who you are. Um, besides you roughing up a little bit and learning to just take it and move forward. So you can have two great high quality people that are just not compatible with each other and there's nothing wrong with that right um do you think that there is any from from your gen x perspective do you think that there's anything to be said about the the younger generations not wanting to date because of what they've seen from their older generations so like they watch their parents go through divorce and things like that and they, and they don't want to do it. They they seen their parents um, brutalize each other, and emotionally, physically, a divorce is very very rarely. Hey, let's just do this, all right? You know, <laughs> yeah. okay. What do you want? I'll take these things. I'll take these things. Yeah, good. Let's just sign this thing. We're we're happy. And you know, when do you want the kids? Can I get them on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Yeah, no problem. It's never. Yeah, it, it's, it's very, very rarely yeah, that easy. Very right? messy, and unfortunately, the kids mm-hmm. get extremely mixed up and involved in the right. situation. And, and if you think about kids, they need this strong foundation to build on. They need to understand um, how life works. You know, um, if you tell a kid they can have anything they want, they are unable to choose anything because there's just too many options, Mm -hmm. right? So parents design this. This is what the world looks like. And you're five, your world looks like this. You're eight, your world's a little bit bigger and you get to expand from there, but you have that foundation. The mother-father household Mm -hmm. that the kids are in is their foundation. And then when that breaks apart, their foundation cracks. Now they're like, they have all this uncertainty and they know how it went for them because kids will often say, oh, it's my fault that this isn't working. Dad got mad at me yesterday for this, and now they're divorcing, you know? So it's he, he's, they're leaving because I did this. Mm-hmm. And you have all those types of things, and, and it is traumatic, and it's scarring. And so, and then you go through the divorce process itself, which could be evil incarnate, mm-hmm. and the child sees that too, and then they're thinking, I don't ever want to go through that. And then they talk with their friends and half of their friends have gone through the same thing. And they're like, why should, why, why risk this? Well, right. They're not showing any loyalty and all they're seeing is just two people getting screwed over because they, you know, they decided to do this one thing and now they, you know, now their whole life is over. Yeah. Mom or dad is yeah. losing everything that they worked for just because they did this one thing. And then the, the mom and dad use the child as a weapon against mm-hmm. the other one. 
and they talk bad about the other parent to their children. Like, I love you more. I do these things for you. Daddy's mm-hmm. new girlfriend does this for me. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah. yeah. It's like your dad Your dad doesn't love you. He's You're only getting to see him because the court says you have to. Right. You know? Oh, mom doesn't love you. She only has you because she wants money from me that I send her every month. You know? Yeah. And child support, you know. <laughs> the the unfortunate part about those statements is that there's a lot that are not true, but then there are a lot that are true. And yeah. like mommy only mommy or daddy do only want money from the ex situation. Yeah, and yeah, so and, and the, that's the sad part because the the people that it's not true for mm-hmm. have friends that it is true for. And then the friends that yeah, you know, my mom gets a thousand dollars a month in child support, but I only get new clothes once a year. So what's happened to all that money, right? right? My mom gets the, she's got a new car, right? Right. And so now that's putting down this one. Well, what is my mom doing with the child support? Do I, you know, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it's very unfortunate. So why would you want to? Yeah. And that brings us to the, the, the purpose of marriage, you know, and, and does that purpose still exist today? Because mm-hmm. if you go back to it, marriage, you know, whether you like it or not has the, religious foundation right a woman and a man got married by the the leader of their church in front of the community so everybody in the community can know those two are married you're not allowed to do anything with them anymore (laughs) all right and that's how it was and then because of that they're able to um consummate the marriage and have kids Mm -hmm. right but now we got rid of that you can have kids at any time that you want um all the benefits, the only benefits of marriage now is really kind of the legal, what if we're on the deathbed, the inheritance and the tax benefits. Right. Right. And so it's like, and that only matters because government got involved by creating the marriage license that you have to pay them for in order to get recognized as being married. Right. And to get all the money and all of those benefits that, that yeah. come with that. Um, I think that what Gen Z and I guess in the other generation, but Gen Z in particular, who I'm talking to, since they're the ones that are dating and, you know, deciding whether or not they should get married or just screw around or whatever the case may be. And I don't think it really matters one way or the other, but I think that if you are going to make the commitment to get married, then you should be making the commitment to get married because you plan to honor the commitment in marriage you're you're dedicating yourself to be loyal to somebody through any situation and not just the whole well uh, oh you know whatever we're just married just to be married but nobody's practiced in that anymore nobody's well, practiced the, in overcoming adversity right the, but the, i guess that's what i'm saying but you can't practice at it if you never do anything you, with you it, can it practice right? it in different ways you can practice well that's the whole like the dating thing mm-hmm. you kind of learn kind of that kind of stuff but you could still like you join the soccer team when you're eight years old mm-hmm. and you discover you hate soccer. Instead of quitting soccer, you finish out the season, then don't play the next mm-hmm. year. You're learning to go through something even though you don't like mm-hmm. it. Right. And that, that builds up and you start to learn ebbs and flows of things. Relationships are ebbs and flows. You're not going to be happy every single day of your marriage right you're there's going to be days where you look at your spouse and you're like kind of disgusted with him or her that particular day Mm -hmm. but you work through that and you realize that this is just a little snippet and in the greater scheme of things spaghetti sauce on a plate overnight is not that big a deal Mm -hmm. you know leaving the chicken bone on the plate instead of putting in the garbage and you know putting the plate in the sink 
not that big a deal. It seems pretty damn important at the moment, but you're right. past that. Yeah. But at some point, Gen Z is going to have to to do those things. But I and I guess this is where I could start getting into the broad, the the divorce and like people not committing to the marriage and all of those things isn't Gen Z is just now getting into it, but it's a multi-generational. Oh yeah. You guys are screwed for as far as what does a good marriage look like? Right. Um, absolutely. So what I was looking at Gen Z dating, I was really looking at it. How are you going to start? Mm -hmm. How are you going to meet? How are you going to get to the point where you, can get married should you choose to go that route mm -hmm. and that's what i'm saying is a, a gen z issue is mm -hmm. how are you going to get to how are you going to get to the problems that the rest of us have right and i think that you're i think that you have to sift through and just get past the 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 social media that you have to interact with yeah, yeah but also like if you go down to like the gen x and the boomers and that kind of stuff we actually had societal norms and inside those societal norms were accepted gender roles. Mm -hmm. um, all of those have broken down. And now you guys don't even have agreed upon gender roles. And you have a sensitive atmosphere that if one person believes in a gender role, now you're a bigot, mm -hmm. right? And you can't think that way and it's bad and evil. But it's really just kind of a preference. This is what I'm looking for. It's a, it's a preference that you have, and everybody should be allowed to have preferences mm -hmm. without being hated for preferences. Yeah. Well, I think that's where it, that started to get broken down by the generation right before us, right, is that you, you're not allowed to have preferences anymore. You're not allowed mm -hmm. to like one thing because you like it and, you know, not have to like it because everybody else likes it or right. you know whatever and and we're, we're in that we're in that mode where if you like one thing it means you dislike something else right or if you dislike one thing it means you like the opposite yeah you know? right or if you're talking about one thing it means that you're not acknowledging anything else right because it's, it's like politics all right you can go out there and say donald trump is a horrible despicable human being you can say that and you can provide some evidence to to back up that argument uh -huh. but the other side will tends to automatically go oh so you like joe biden right no he's a horrible despicable human being also right right so it doesn't mean if you dislike one doesn't mean you like the other you can yeah. dislike both you can like both yeah so, so from from gen x's perspective how do you get there right because you don't because what i i think i i guess what i want older people to understand is that now a lot of those norms, how you would meet somebody, things like that, they don't, they exist, but they're much more rare, right? It's not the exact same way as when they were growing up. So using the same, the tools that you have as a Gen Zer, how do you get to that point? Rather than, rather than trying to jump to this like old way, because more than likely there's no one over there. Okay, so dare to be different, mm -hmm. all right? Look at the things that the millennials all different. Look at the things the millennials and Gen Xers are doing that you don't like and don't make the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. Um don't be intellectually lazy. Uh-huh. All right. So um 
it is intellectually lazy to be offended and run away. Right. Right. It is intellectually lazy to simply be a victim. Right. All right. So take the time and seek out the understanding and the perspectives of somebody else. Mm -hmm. Right. Don't just automatically go back into your echo chambers. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the big problems that we have today is everybody is in their own echo chambers mm -hmm. and they all believe their way is the right way. There could be 10 different right ways mm -hmm. of doing something. Um, that That's what I would recommend because you, you, get, that's, you can't get to discipline if you're going to be lazy. Yeah. Well, and, and part of my recommendation too is like, like what you just said, where there could be 10 different right ways is go find out your right way. Like don't mm -hmm. just, don't just do nothing about it. Mm -hmm. Um, if you never, even if, you know, you don't care to be on Tinder, right? Maybe that is your right or wrong way, whatever, just go and do it, but also go in, I don't know, join a gym and meet people. Don't be creepy, but you know, right. join activities and meet right. people, right? And, and, and it's both, it's and, both ways. Like, right. Join the gym. Don't be creepy because the guys are the creepy people looking at the chicks, right? Also, don't be the chick that's doing your TikTok, trying to make it look like guys are looking at you because that kind of stuff makes it impossible for people even to start a conversation, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, now guys thinking, Every girl at the gym is out to get that aha moment, become TikTok famous, you know, and then all the girls are thinking all these guys are just creepers and they're, we should have a girls only thing. We should have a men's only thing. <laughs> have you seen the, have you, I, I know you don't really like watch TikTok that often, but have you seen any of those videos where the people do like the reverse where they like, they'll yeah. do, they'll take their own videos and then they'll look over and like, are you looking at me? And like, <laughs> they get all like spun up and shit and lose their mind there's a a guy on youtube i watch tiktok videos via facebook and yeah, YouTube. yeah everything else yeah <laughs> via everything else uh there's this uh a gym guy he's famous he has lots of subscribers but he punks men and women mm -hmm. at the gym for their poor gym etiquettes and a lot of them are the girl tiktokers setting it up and that kind of stuff and the guy tries to help and she's like oh my god it's like well if we look at this you're about to break your damn neck and he's trying to prevent you from letting that happen mm -hmm. to you, you know, and you're out here punking him on that. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. Um, so I like, I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I just hate to see the unnecessary divide that people are doing because they want attention. Yeah. Well, nobody's able because of the, 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 everybody trying to be viral and put, and put this thing out there. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no room for failure, right? You can't, you can't, as either gender or or anyone, whatever whatever your case is, you can't go out there and make a mistake because now it's going to end up on the internet and viral, and now you're not going you're not going to be with anybody because now it's all over the internet because of your mistake. Um, and I I think that that's part of the problem too is that now failure is public and it's so publicized that you could be canceled for it and never allowed to go talk to somebody again i'm so i'm glad i don't live in the gen z era because mm -hmm. i i don't want that mm -hmm. I, I look at that and i was like that would be horrible conditions to live in yeah 
Well, you and in intimacies that you share with whatever partner you're with, you're with, mm -hmm. you have to be careful because they can instantly become shared with everybody. Yeah, and, and that and that's part of that. I think that's part of why Gen Z has such a hard time breaking out of their shell. And and I'm not saying it is or isn't justified, but they they're terrified of being caught on camera or caught doing something that was just a mistake in their learning and. Now they're viral on TikTok. Gen Xers and millennials, their their issues in relationships isn't getting into one because they pretty much are, mm -hmm. they predominantly are. Right. right. Their problem is they are sabotaging their relationships. There's so many people putting their spouse on, bla on blast, right? Mm -hmm. Shaming their partner on TikTok to get likes yeah and get attention i went viral because i shamed my partner well my partner's not on tiktok so he or she will never see it and then then some then a friend of theirs says do you see what your wife did do you see what your husband did and show it to you and then boom divorce yes who wants that yeah and i i think that's what i think that's part of where gen z is struggling um so i recommend decorum Mm -hmm. It's something that is absolutely positively absent from our politics. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, there used to be a day and age where the Republican presidential candidate and the Democratic presidential candidate could have a debate, disagree, and still be cordial with each other. Mm -hmm. I think. Well, that's what get that, back to that. That's what proper debating is, and it's the same way with proper relationships, right? Yeah. You you should be able to have a conversation with somebody, make mistakes with somebody, things like that, and still be and still be respectful. You can still be respectful to somebody even when even when they're not respectful to you, you can still do what you need to do, leave them, I don't know, whatever the case may be, right. without destroying somebody's life. And I'm not talking about in the sentences where they're like beating you to death. Right. I'm just I'm just talking about like putting them on blast. stupid shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not talking about the serious cases, just talking about the dumb mistakes that both both sides make to each other and mm -hmm. that get put on blast for no reason. Yeah, absolutely. And it's... And it goes back to emotion, though, right? You got to have the emotional intelligence, mm -hmm. emotional maturity. Um when you start to get heated, you need to be able to recognize it and have a game plan on what you're going to do with that instead of what you want to do with that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think they get, I think Gen Z gets caught up in, in, and I think actually a lot of people do now, they kind of get caught up in this, like the, the, the visibility of getting self-help without actually doing the steps to self-help. Absolutely. And then to, your goal is to not stay in like the self-help era and you, you never, you never move out of that. Like your, your goal should be to get through whatever that right. is. And I, I think what happened, I just, I think that plays into like their dating. Like they stay into that like role of like mm -hmm. dating and like, oh, it's just me, blah, 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 whatever. And then they never get, they never move past that. Mm -hmm. And if you if you go into marriage, a lot of people mistake marriage as like a conclusion. Mm -hmm. All right, we did all this dating. We're finally made it. We're getting married. Yay! Yeah, the work is over. Complete opposite. Right. It's like 
um, you realize dating is just the prequel and the real story starts in here. <laughs> right. And, and so that's where all the work begins. And that's why I highly recommend premarital counseling, whether you're religious or not, you can still do premarital counseling. There are questionnaires that can be used and, mm-hmm. and I've conducted these before that you both take separately and then the result, then come together the counselor gets the results tabulated and based on that, it gives you some talking points that you need to, you know, right. work on and it lets you know, are you seeing things through rose colored glasses? Cause you think there's not going to be any problems in this marriage and right. there's going to be and that type of thing. But that's why you, it starts asking you questions that you haven't even talked about. It's like, okay, so she believes in spanking and he thinks you should just treat people display actions with ice cream uh-huh. this is going to be a problem <laughs> right. kids. you want five kids he wants no kids how are we going to resolve this right well and I, I think that that's where gen z can actually can actually accelerate right with their movements in like self-help and going to get counseling regardless if you had a traumatic experience or not mm-hmm. you know you can go and do these things and that's where you can actually be like not be treated as a social outcast because you went to counseling right Right. rather than in older generations where you were crazy if you did any kind of counseling so i think that that's where they can actually thrive and not Mm -hmm. and can do better than their previous right and that's why i i'm actually trying to get people to call it premarital coaching instead of counseling Mm because counseling comes across as you got this problem right uh but premarital coaching is just a, hey, we're going to go through this, some coaching exercises to prepare you for yeah, marriage. you get training and coaching just like you do anything yeah. else. Just like when you go and perform anything else, go to school, whatever. Um, but maybe your kids will have an algorithm that's created based on their personality that where they take a, a, a questionnaire. Yeah, my kids. It creates uh, this algorithm and then... <laughs> It tracks everybody also. Then when you put the person's name into this computer, it tells you on day one if you're algorithmically compatible. Yeah, with my it. kid's robotic nanny will be able to scan them and then pick their perfect partner. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I, so from a Gen Z perspective, right? I th- I think I agree that like Gen Z's dating tactics are kind of all over the place. If we have any dating tactics, I think um, I think millennials tore down all the rules of the culture, but there's no new rules in place yet. And so, sorry, but you and Alpha are just going to be pulling well, a Moses and doing a forty years of wandering in the in the <laughs> well, desert. I think that part of it is too, like with Gen Z, we're just now. A lot of us are just now getting out of the age to mm-hmm. establish those rules in society. The the whatever the the new ones are. Yeah. Well, and this is this is where it sucks to be Gen Z. All right, you guys are going through it because all the rules have been taken away. Now you're going through all the consequences of not having rules. Going, this sucks. We need rules. <laughs> Yeah. And then your offspring are going to have rules that you guys created based on your horrible experiences, which they will then try to rebel against. Right. <laughs> yep, exactly. 
It all comes back down to fuck the boomers. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how that relates, but <laughs> I'm sure we could tie it in there somewhere. Yeah, they gave birth to the millennials. That's that's why it's their fault. <laughs> well, alrighty, uh, that's all I got. Yeah. So if you guys have any questions about Gen Z, or actually any generational relationships, um, put it in the comments. And as long as you're putting things in comments, you might as well like, subscribe, hit the notification button. Right? Yep. All of those things. I all think there's things. a little bell. Yeah. Um, the bell comes up whenever it is. If you have questions about like what each generation's perspective is on things mm-hmm. versus like our our personal perspective, let us know too, right? Like there's yeah. some things that we may be able to talk about from a whole generational perspective and not just a Mike and Brandon Gen X Gen Z yeah. perspective too. If you too. think you're wrong, tell us why you think we're wrong yeah so that if you think can... you're wrong tell us why you think you're if wrong you think we're wrong <laughs> tell us why you think we're wrong so that we can tell you that you're wrong for thinking that we're wrong yep you're always wrong because we're the hosts yeah, it's our else. podcast not yours <laughs> screw you all right thanks guys thank you for watching peace be the journey